It's time to create better. Create better family, health, business, and self. Welcome to Elaine's Kitchen Table. This is where we share tips about business and parenting. Being a mom of three, CEO of the award-winning company Easy Daisy's speaker and educator, you're going to learn the tips and secrets of successful and incredible people. Elaine wants you to be inspired, challenged, and motivated, and that person you want your kids to grow up to be. This is Real Talk for Real Life. Hi, welcome to Elaine's Kitchen Table, where we talk about how to create better, how to create better family, health, business, and self. But we want to say Happy New Year. Happy New Year. And I cannot believe we are starting season number nine. Wow. Did I catch a niner in there? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be short and sweet because we just wanted to say hi because it's the new year. And we wanted to talk about some great ways to start the new year on the right foot. And warning, you say that every episode is going to be short and sweet, and some are. <laughs> and, well, maybe this one will be too. This will be. Because you know what? I was actually reading an article by an American uh, news company in the Bronx, and they actually listed their six tips to starting the new year right. And I thought, these are great. I want to share them. And so this is from News 12 and their staff out in the Bronx. <coughs> Pardon me. I've never heard these before. No. Well, here we go. Number one, do a self-review, right? Like you have a self-review when you're in a job, but why not give yourself one about how the last year went? And when you do that, you're going to like evaluate new skills that you achieved and your highs and your lows, and you learn from them and then you apply it to your next year. Isn't that awesome? Sounds good to me. I mean- Take some time to reflect, right? Is that what that would be? Reflecting? Sure. Yeah. I mean, it, it shouldn't take too long if you sit there even like with a with your journal and you just write, okay, these are top three things I learned this past year. Like what's one thing you learned this past year, Ron? I learned a whole bunch about Bitcoin last year. Well, there you go. That's probably a po- uh, subject for another podcast episode. Okay. See, I knew you learned something. <laughs> <laughs> And so, yeah, so number one, do a self-review. Number two, finish tasks. Mm. And this is a great one because, okay, you're starting a new year. You don't want to drag a bunch of unfinished things into the next year. So finish them right now. Finish them right now. You'll feel so great that you completed them and you get to start a fresh to-do list for the new year. I like that. I hadn't thought of it that way before. But, yes, there's – Especially for a lot of people, maybe January is less busy than December for mm-hmm. sure. And it's the best time to yeah, and you do get this. A, a Give clean yourself energy. New start. And you know what? You don't have to do them all if you think, you know what, why do I need to do this one and cross it off? There are some things we think we we often think are urgent and important, but very little is actually. So there are some things you can actually take off your list. I like that one. <clears throat> Number three. So number one was a self-review. Number two, do t- finish your tasks. Number three, reach out to loved ones. I love this because you know what? Let's let's set aside time, whether it's weekly or once a month, to reach out to friends and family who you haven't spoken to in a while. And I know that I have my own mental list of, of people I want to reach out to, like aunts and uncles and cousins. But that is a great reminder because you know what? Life is about family and 
and dear loved ones, right? Yep. And we are recording this during a very long pandemic mm-hmm. where reaching out is often um, done digitally. Nothing wrong with that, right? No, not at all. Especially when that's the yeah, only thank option Thank God for technology, right? FaceTime, Zoom time, all that. That's an amazing way. And you know, you never know if someone's feeling lonely or having some sadness in their life and you're reaching out to them that moment, that day might just make such a difference. Even a text message, right? Like if you're listening right now and you have someone that just popped up in your mind, send them a text message and to say, Hey, thinking about you, how are you doing today? Right? Like that's all it takes. And the next one is clean up. Mm. And studies show that a clean space is associated with, with more positive emotions like happiness, calmness, satisfaction. So true. Even when I was a school teacher, I, I always share that with other teachers or new teachers now that I do workshops with is the environment that you create. If it's organized, your kids will feel more calm, but for yourself in your home, if you could just clean one space at a time, you will just feel like it's, you just feel happier. Here's something I learned over again last year is that normally cleaning up never takes as long as you think it will, or as long as you, you can delay it for years. And then once you finally get to it, it's like, oh, well, that wasn't so bad. Usually starting is the hardest part. And last year, remember, we cleaned our garage. I know, crazy. And to be able to park two cars in it, (laughs) which is very rare these days. Uh, And once by the time we got to it, took us like one day (coughs) and it was done. And now it's done. Now we're we're keeping it up quite easily. I know. I love it. I love it. It is hard to start. And I know I definitely have piles around the house of, you know, oh, I'm going to scrapbook one day pile, which is, I'm just scared to go near that pile. But yes, there are some things that you just go through faster and it just gets done. Like I had this huge pile at the bottom of the stairs and it was my strange way of procrastinating from doing work, so I cleaned up the bottom of the stairs. So there's definitely incentives to clean up and feel more positive emotions. Number five is set new goals. So set yourself up for success, not just by saying I'm going to create goals, but smart goals. I know you've heard this over and over, and it's going to preach, feel preachy, but what are smart goals, right? Specific measurable, achievable, realistic, and time-based. Now, even if you start the week with saying, I'm going to create three SMART goals, one SMART goal, be realistic. Don't say, I'm going to have 10 goals, right? When you say Mm -hmm. one to three and you get them done and they're measurable, wow, it, it just feels incredible. And you know, you're moving forward and growing personally or in your family or in your relationship or in business. Yes. Um, one of my biggest pet peeves with goals is that achievable part. I don't know if people are self-sabotaging or what, but often it's like, okay, like New Year's resolution time comes around. I'm going to lose 100 pounds, start two businesses, you know, goals that they know are not going to happen almost, it seems. So to me, it's like you got to set achievable goals and then achieve them. So there's two parts to that. One is making sure the goals are achievable, but not too easy. And then the second part is going out and doing it because just setting goals and not doing anything about it is about as useless as not setting goals, in yeah. my opinion. 
And, and talking about goals, I think it's so important to be well-rounded that I know many of you have your own business. If you're listening, I'm not talking about just setting business goals. I'm talking about personal growth uh, goals. Uh, for me, even if faith is very important to me and setting faith goals for me, like so many things that are, are just small steps to becoming a, a better, more positive human who can make a more positive impact in my family's life and my community in the world. But it begins with being well-rounded, right? So not just business goals. Yep. And one, one thing that's worked with me for goals is to set what I think is a, you know, <laughs> a bit of a push, but an achievable goal, and then try to achieve well beyond that. But don't set the goal as well beyond that, if that makes sense. Right. There is a certain hurdle rate and then try to jump higher than that, but don't make it impossible to do so you give up. Right. I mean, you still reach for the stars and if you absolutely fall reaching, you'll still land higher than where you started, right? Absolutely. And when I was reading this news article, they actually had six goals. So the six, not six goals, sorry, six tips to start in the new year, right? And their sixth one was put yourself on the top of the list. Love that. So they, they're saying here about taking care of yourself. Because if you could take care of yourself and achieve that, then you're going to become a better spouse, a better parent, better friend, a better coworker, boss, and so on. So it was funny because I, I was reading this and I was thinking of the name of our podcast about creating better family, health, business, self. People often ask, well, why are you putting self flats? And the reason was because it just rhymed. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds good. <laughs> just family, health, business, self. <laughs> but I'm like, okay, well, should we change it to create better self, family, business, health? I don't know. But now my brain is working. <laughs> <laughs> and I, sorry, did you want to add to this goal? Or no, I mean, point? it makes sense. You're not, you're not going to create better family, health, and business with a bad self with, without working on yourself first. And, right, taking and, care of you. Yeah, definitely. If people neglect to take care of themselves and then are taking care of family, health, business, etc., it's going to. It's, I think it's almost always going to lead to resentment um, and a lack of improvement in those other areas of life. So you, you've got to put your. You've got to make sure that you know. It's the old oxygen mask. Uh, yeah. Thing that we've heard so many times. Yeah, like being on the airplane. Put your mask on first so that you can help uh, those around you, like your children. And I wanted to add a number seven to this list of starting the year off right. And my number seven is build on gratitude. And what I mean by that is, is just start the day telling somebody around you something you appreciate about them. So honey, I appreciate you so much. You're, you've always been my my rock and I'm that crazy flighty kite. So thank you. <laughs> and I appreciate you. You've always been my kite. <laughs> well, um, okay. <laughs> so yes, having that attitude of gratitude, not just only lifts up that person that you're sharing with and could make their day because that was the first positive thing they heard. And what a great way to start their day. But it, it, it actually lightens your heart and your soul too. So thank you, our listeners. I just want to say thank you 
because I wouldn't have a podcast if you were not there and listening. And I so appreciate and adore you and our sponsors too. So thank you. Yes, thank you. <laughs> my husband, the man of many, many words. Well, you know, I was just going through my mind how, how easy it is to, uh, what a small thing it is to show gratitude to somebody um, and, and how much impact, you like your return on investment of showing gratitude to people can be so big. Mm-hmm. The smallest little thing, even to strangers in public. I was thinking, I was thinking back to a time when me and a buddy used to drive around town. <laughs> and uh, as we're driving from A to B, we'd see people walking on the sidewalk and we'd honk. And wave at them, <laughs> uh, even though we didn't know them. And so many people, like 90% would stop, wave. And what were they doing as they waved? They'd smile. Then they might look a little confused, but uh, <laughs> it always brought a smile to their face. Uh, <laughs> but there, there's so many things you can do um, just to acknowledge people, not not even thanking them, just acknowledging people, uh, even strangers out in public, where you're going you're gonna to make their day. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, our kids, they created this... Um, spreading smiles um campaign i guess and one of the the four parts that they created was this christmas kindness countdown and we challenged ourselves when we did eight of the 18 um, because we just chose a random eight to do and i remember one of them was you know buy a hot drink for a stranger and i remember okay well i'm gonna do this and i'm in the tim hortons drive-thru and i look through my rear view mirror and there's this big black truck behind me. And I just simply said, I would like to pay for the meal for the car behind me. And you know, who was actually lit up really brightly was the girl at the window. Mm-hmm. She's like, Oh my gosh, that's so nice. And she was too. so happy. And she's like, that's so great. And so she, she was just so happy to do it. And, and then I, I I think I paid for I think their breakfast sandwich and their coffee, and then I actually pulled into the the parking lot because I had to make a phone call, <coughs> and then all of a sudden there's this big black truck in front of my car, and it, it was so big that I noticed it right away. So I looked up, and the window came down, and this really tough looking big man <laughs> was just beaming, and he was like double thumbs up and he's like patting his chest to say thank you through the windows and I just like made my heart so happy and he was just so grateful well certainly made his day and and he probably found a way to pay it forward too that that usually is the feeling I think that people have because I know that I've been on the receiving end and you just want to spread kindness so so continue to spread kindness and and gratitude and we wish you a wonderful amazing new year peace out (laughs) thank you for listening and we are so excited for this next season because we have awesome speakers coming in and great interviews you do not want to miss so talk to you soon and have a great day bye for now